What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash-out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high-interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing letter, license in all 50 states, analysts, consumer access.org, number 3330. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Iris. How are you? Good. How are you? You recording already? Yep, I'm, I'm always recording. Okay, I'm just good to know so I can keep the crazy, you know, down to a minimum. Oh, I was just going to let's say you should just be as crazy as you want. I know. I should be. Yeah, this is the time to let it out, right? It's the perfect time to just be yourself. And if you have a, <laughs> if you are feeling crazy, just go ahead and be crazy. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I normally do that. I don't know that I'm feeling any more crazy than usual, but... Okay, well, just, you know what, Jamie, just be yourself. Be you. Sounds good. I will be. (laughs) Hi, everyone, and welcome to Girl We Have to Talk Podcast. This is Iris. This is Jamie. And Jamie, what's what's new with you other than you're no more crazy than usual? Yeah, well, I moved. Yay! Oh, that's amazing. I said that like I didn't know you moved. Yeah, moved during (laughs) quarantine. It's the best time. Or moved during shelter in place. Some people don't like the word quarantine. Some people don't like the word shelter in place, I find. So, wait, who doesn't like the word chick? Wait, wait, what? Who are these people? You don't have to give me specifics, but like, what? Yeah, so some I've talked to some people who shelter in place is like, sounds more scary to them than quarantine. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I guess the word shelter, like, like a bomb shelter maybe or something, like it sounds, seems more apocalyptic maybe. And what about people who don't like quarantine? Yeah, I mean, to me, I don't like quarantine as much. It sounds more strict than shelter in place. Shelter in place sounds like the PC way to say quarantine. So I like shelter in place better, personally. I actually refer to it as locked down myself. Ooh, that, that, I definitely have a negative reaction to that word. Well, I'm going to just keep using it then. I'm just keeping good advice, like, apparently locked down is triggering so it's quarantine so I'm just gonna keep using it because I really want people to remember that this was really shitty I don't want you to be reflecting upon this as a positive event I don't find any positive you were you were all productive and you yeah no oh my god do you know how many clients of mine I shouldn't say this I'm not gonna actually well I already said clients but like I know some people we're talking about how they are working out every day and I just you know that's not what I'm doing and (laughs) and honestly if they want to that's fine whatever like no for them but it's hard to not make the comparisons you know what I mean I always think that like be self-compassionate to myself that like that's just not where I'm at and I fucking moved 
So like you, brought, I you not only did you move, you bought a place and you moved. And and That's, I sold a place, which you bought a place, the sold new, a place and moved. The new buyer could not wait like a day after I moved to get into the place. It was crazy. Like she was already asking about the keys, was insistent that she needed to get an estimate for a painter. She I think she texted me yesterday to say she was going there that night. So she couldn't even wait a week till after I vacated, which I didn't even actually need to vacate then. But I made the mistake of telling her that I vacated. So then she was really pushy about getting in. So I did. So, you know, I had to sell a place plus buy a new place. So, yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I am like, we both bought a place. We both moved. That's right. I have now decided that I'm going to sell my house in two years. I am already like ready to go. Ah, That's exactly how I felt too. Yeah. I was like, I can't wait for the next place. And I remember when my realtor was like, usually you buy your new place, like uh, the next place within three years. And I was just like, no, I'm never leaving this place. But yeah, I definitely within a short amount of time was like, I can't wait till the new next place. Cause you just learn as you Mm -hmm. buy. Yeah, I really love my house. Like, I think it's mm-hmm. so awesome here. But I want to re- move in two years because, well, I want to put it on the market in two years. I'm thinking that it might take a year to sell because it's an expensive house. Uh, it's not that expensive, but it's it's expensive. Yeah. So I'm so even if it takes a year to sell, that's fine. I'm going to put it on the market in two years, just so everyone knows. My house that I just moved into two months ago. <laughs> if you I'm want a place in Lincoln, well, oh wait, I'm I shouldn't say where you live. Um, if oh, you want a place in the suburbs of Chicago. In two years. Yeah. Contact me. Send me a DM. It's beautiful. I'm going to, so what I'm going to do is like, I'm going to do my backyard because the landscaping here sucks. So I'm going to work on my landscaping. I think it does too. So we're going to work on the landscaping. We already built a fire pit last weekend. Oh, how fun. Yeah. So we're going to like just work on the landscaping. We don't have a backsplash here. So I'm going to put up a backsplash. backsplash is nice. Mm-hmm. And just like add a little bit more character to the bathrooms. I can't like, wait to see your place in a couple years. Yeah, it's going to be so great. <laughs> Anything sold, I'm going to have a house party. I'm going to have um, a house party slash open house slash housewarming, but it's going to be on the market. <laughs> so it's going to be staged to sell. Right. That'll be uh, perfect. Perfect timing. And no, I don't even want to, like, I think the reason I want to move is I just want to move out of the state. I don't know where I'm going. Oh, but really? I've decided, yeah, I've decided I'm leaving. I don't know where. Oh, okay. But I have well, to I shouldn't say that all. Like, I'm excited for you. I'm sad for me if you do do that. But maybe, like. Uh, maybe in two years I'll change my mind. Oh, well, and maybe it. I'll have somewhere, I'll have somewhere new to visit. So that's how I try to look exactly. at it. Exactly. Exactly. You will be able to visit me. Because if I moved, I would, mm-hmm. like, if we move out of state, I really want to move to Idaho. Oh, the judgment, well, I but I really want to Idaho. Move. So that's cool. And I want to move to Boise because what I really want is to live in a smaller place, but also mm-hmm. in a big city. And I feel like that's a good, com- is yeah. a good compromise. Yeah. Or what about Kansas uh, city? I hear that's like a nice small. So, okay. Funny story mm-hmm. is I love Kansas city. Oh, I think it is see. so awesome. It's only like seven hours away. It's really great. Yeah. However. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. The issue with Kansas city it's really affordable, too. Like, I would totally mm-hmm. live there. I go there for baseball games. But, okay. So, the reason I can't move to Kansas City is that the NAACP literally has a list of cities oh, that black people shouldn't go to. Really? And it's number one wow. on the place okay. where black people All right, well. Pass on it, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. That's a good reason. If I was living and thriving in, as a white woman in America, I would 100% move there because it is awesome. But Honestly, as a white person hearing that, I don't want to move there. I, I really don't want to be in a city that isn't a place where everybody can be. 
Well, I mean, that is, that's fair. I mean, I think that that's, that's really good of you. I don't know that many people that feel similarly. They kind of can't put themselves in those shoes. I think people try, but I think it's hard. I think it's harder for people to think about that. Um, especially if you get like a beautiful place with like a gorgeous skyline, you can be like, I'll be the change here. I'll make a change. I'll be the non-racist white person who lives in Kansas city. And I'm like, sure you will, Jan. You should do that. <laughs> Listen, someone named Jan. Yeah. That's that's that sure you will, Dan. Um, but anyway, so Boise though seems like a great place because it's a college town too. Anyway, so like my hope is there. Or if I don't move that far away, I'm going to move to an equally racist place, but I can still continue working in Chicago, and that would be moving to Indiana, but along the beach and buy like a beach house. So those are my options of thought right now. Um, so that way I can just still basically live in Chicago, like it's like a visit, but I don't have to pay the taxes of living in Illinois. So that's really what I'm trying to get away from is the tax situation because I just I'm not interested anymore nice um so well, anyway, what else feel is... about that is he on board oh my god yeah he like really he really wants to move wow um, okay yeah we both Very and, cool. and uh, yeah hopefully we can move I mean first of all I have to sell this house or rent it I would also rent this house too yeah so I could totally one... see you renting that place that would be it would be a perfect place for a family I think so, too. It's cute. Like, if you don't want to put down your roots permanently because you're not really sure. Anyway, that's going on here. I have a dog. I don't think I had a dog the last no, time I recorded, did I? No, Katie. That's right. I have Katie. She's so sweet. Katie is regressing in her behavior. Oh, she now oh. just random. I know. She now just randomly pisses places. Oh. And we're not really entirely sure why she's doing it. Oh. Like. Last week, she peed on the carpet in the basement. So then right. we were like, oh, maybe she's just peeing on the carpet in the basement. Then she pulled on, peed on some carpet that was by the front door. And we were like, maybe it's just a carpet thing. But today, she took a pee inside of our plastic shoe bucket. Oh so we're just not really sure anymore. We're not sure why she's peeing everywhere. Yeah, well, I hope you figure that out. I think I sent you the name of my trainer, right? Or no? I, I No. Ooh, Please send me the okay. name of your trainer. I just sent it to someone else today. So let me find that and I'll... Everyone has dogs now, and we all need trainers. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, Katie's got some issues, and we're not entirely sure why. Like, I think it's an anxiety thing. I think she has separation anxiety. But she might. Um, she I might. Maybe she's sensing um, you guys having some anxiety over what's happening right now. Who knows? Yes, and I think it's making her anxious. But she's doing it, like, mostly when we're not around. Oh, like, then she does she have separation our... anxiety. That is it. Does she yeah. have – is she uh, – she doesn't – I think you said she doesn't do well in a crate. Is that right? She hates the yeah. crate. Um, we have a crate for her, but she hates the crate. But we're going to talk. I'm going to really be interested in talking to your trainer. Um, yeah, hopefully she can at least support you, like, over the, like, virtually if she can't come in person. Or, you know what? We'll just schedule something for June 1st. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's not that far away. No. I mean, we made it this far. I just keep being like, maybe June. Sure. June sounds great. Yeah. Whatever. Should we tell people like what's going on uh, as we're recording this so they know sure. that so, like yeah, shelter so- in place just got extended to May 30th or May yeah. 31st? Well, the nice thing is this, we're recording this so close to when it's going to be released that I think this will come out at like the beginning of the month. So it's very, very current. We'll still be sheltered in place when this comes out. So 
we just got the news, guys. And personally, I'm pretty excited. I've just been <laughs> loving sheltering in place. It's been and great. And Iris is not being sarcastic at all right now. No. Not at all. So this is like, I think this is why everyone in my office hates me. I literally told them all today. So I had a bunch of conference calls. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like got up this morning and I did like my hair and my makeup and I had on earrings and like a nice top um and they were like why did you get so dressed up and I literally said to them I said well you know what I woke up this morning and I did my makeup and I put on my earrings and I got dressed because I want to look how I feel and I feel happy on the inside (laughs) (laughs) did you also like was your was your mouth made up like the joker (laughs) I know Happy all, they, they all just stared at me, and then I was like, "Oh, I out laughing." I wish I worked with you, Iris. I would totally get your humor. I was like, oh, you really know what? I was so like, sad. I was like, you know what though? I was like, if you feel happy in your sweatpants with no makeup on, then you should just do that. We all have to do whatever we can. <laughs> just, like, up our day, and they were just like, you're fucking crazy, and I'm like, whatever, guys. Like, oh, that is so funny. I love it. I love I it. I think that like nobody at work like <laughs> actually knows me. Like I don't think they get me. I think they think that this is That's true. And I'm like, no, I'm so sad to me because you're know. you're probably like dropping these gems all the time, and they're just being wasted. I think just just they don't understand like somebody at my office like she texted me and she was uh-huh. just like I just miss you because you're just such a bright spot and you're so full of light and I was like oh my god that's hilarious like none of you get me I'm probably the well okay soul. but but that's not true because you are at work usually but this I am but it's funny really that, like, bringing out this other side of you that I actually love because I think it's it's this beautiful side of you and I love like dark and like I love dark humor personally and I love sarcasm and I love um uh what I want to say what's the word bed deadpan so I sure. love it um but you know not everybody gets it I mean I don't know I just think that I'm I'm over everyone so here we are yeah and I don't mean to say I love like like because I know some of it comes from it being a challenging time so I don't want to say like I love it it's challenging um, but I, I also do love this side of you. And I love the side of you that's really positive and optimistic and, like, always always seeing the silver lining, too. I know. I don't really know who that person is. Hopefully we find her. I don't know yeah, where she she's was. still there. I, I'm, <laughs> holding, I'm holding space for her. I know, I know right now you're feeling like you can't connect to that. But Yeah, she's... I don't know who she is. But thank you for holding her spot. She may never yeah. come back. She might come back. Who's to say? She may just be a new person. We don't know who she is anymore. Maybe, she, maybe it'll be Iris 2.0. Who knows? You never know. It'll be somebody wrote the other day that this that the world is like a caterpillar right now, and that we're gonna re- come out of this as a butterfly. And I was like, oh. <laughs> you know, I've actually been using that metaphor with people that like right now is not the time for transformation. It's the messy time in the cocoon, and the transformation comes later okay well here we are those people (laughs) you and the people who work out every day well no no I what I'm I'm saying it as like because people are like oh this is a time for transformation and productivity and all this bullshit and it's like no it's a time for being the messy time in the cocoon like it's the time where you're in the dark it's really hard you're really hunkering down 
That's what I'm saying. I think that, like, this is, is a time of transformation for me because I feel like the coronavirus, which I refuse to call COVID-19. Sometimes people just call it that, and I'm just like, I know that that's what it's called, but I'm calling it the coronavirus. Well, it's also so, called like, the coronavirus. Both are- I know, but, like, and, like, I feel like people like to say it's COVID-19 because it sounds better and, like, more together. And I'm like, hey, fuck you. It's, it's fuck you. It's coronavirus. It's the coronavirus, guys. Get over it. It is what it is. Move <laughs> on. It's the coronavirus. I'm not calling it COVID-19 ever. Never. Like, now I won't say it on principle. I'm not saying it. I'm like a two-year-old. I'm not going to say that. I don't, I don't care. Anyway, I just don't think – I think what's happening is, like, I just am so exhausted with, like, trying to manage my own mental well-being that I actually just don't have any energy to care about anybody else's shit, which is actually kind of nice. Well, so I might just keep not caring about people's shit moving forward. That's going to be my takeaway. Okay. I always think everything I'm, I'm happens for a that. reason. Yeah. The coronavirus happened to me so that I could learn to give less fucks. And yeah. it's been really great. Yeah. I'm going to do, like, a little, like, uh, info motivational moment spot after this is all over nice. with what coronavirus taught me. And what it taught me is I don't fucking care anymore. Yeah, tech but... talk. I don't fucking care anymore. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good – maybe that's an episode <laughs> after coronavirus is over. It's going to be called I don't fucking care anymore. And maybe we're just going to talk to everyone about all the shit they don't care about anymore. Ooh, I love that. I love that. Okay. Because I feel like a lot of people don't care anymore about a lot of things. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck? Yes, I have not read it, but I have heard of it. Yeah, it's very good. I, I encourage, or I, I recommend it. It's a good book. I feel like I'm, I'm going to say that I am going to read it and adopt its principles, but I might not because I think okay. that I, I don't, I think it's that good, I just It's don't. a good audiobook, by the way, because I know you're really into audiobooks. It's really short and easy and it's fun to listen to. There's lots of swear words in it. Ooh, I love swear words. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. And you also have a uh, podcast, too. The I would listen to that, too. Yeah. I So I have a, I'm listening to a book right now that I shared with you guys um, in our Corona crew. By the way, people who listen to this podcast, <laughs> we now have a text message group that's called Corona Crew. We do. Which I feel like should stay around even after this is over. Because oh, it's yeah. A great, it's, it's a great group. Corona Crew. Yeah, I'll change the name of it when that happens. It's a great crew (laughs) for text messaging. But anyway, the book that I shared with you guys is called Such a Fun Age. And I was going to suggest The Woman in the Window for Book Club. Oh, no. I got it from the library. Iris, don't change. (sighs) But now the movie's not coming out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I haven't read it yet. I haven't read the book for Book Club this month, which I (laughs) I initially (laughs) recommended. Well, but then Jana took it over, so it's fine anyways. But I, When um, is book club again? Is it this weekend? This Sunday. This oh, Sunday, yeah. I didn't get a link for it, so I'm, like, not really I didn't get a link either. It. I didn't get a link either. I'm sure we I'm, will, but. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. I'm not going to remind her because I don't care. I literally <laughs> even said, I said, like, I said, I said, hey, like, because when she didn't send it out and then you were talking to me about it, I was like, oh, hey, like. Just wanted to make sure that you were still going to send it. And then, like, literally she responded to me and was like, I don't think people are too busy right now. And I was like, fair point. I'm not going to worry about this anymore. Like, either people can make it or they can't. I'm not going to try to organize this. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. I mean, truth be told, like, I now have – I have, like, a FaceTime meeting, like, for for a part-time job at 1230 on Sunday. So, like, whether or not I make this or not, I don't know. Oh, well, it's a two. It's a two. Perfect. It would be fine. But I was actually thinking of reaching out to her so I can do that. 
Yeah. Or just let her do whatever she's going to do. Like, if she doesn't care and other people don't care, then we could just skip it and just do May. I'm not going to be worried about it. That's, that's back to the I don't give a fuck. But this book, Such a Fun Age, which I will suggest, and then if nobody comes to this book club meeting, that's fine. I'm going to record myself in a Zoom and then send it to you assholes afterwards because <laughs> I want to talk about it. It's really good, and I think it's going to make people kind of slightly uncomfortable, but it's a good book to talk about. Like, it's kind of uncomfortable, but it's, like, really, really would be interesting to talk about. It's not going to be something where you're just like, okay, that person was a psychotic murderer. It's, it reminds me of Little Fires Everywhere. It has, like, those <laughs> levels of types of conversations that can happen. So I'm going to suggest it. Okay. Anyway, what else is new before we get to your questions? We've already been talking for 20 minutes. I love it. No, I know. That's what I was going to say. One more thing is let's talk about what we've been watching on TV. And then then we'll talk about, I know, so many things. So uh, two things. I'll mention two things. So I'm watching Making the Cut. Mm, Okay. um, Which is the, like. Project Runway, right? Yes. Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn's new, ver- their version of it on Amazon. So it is different than Project Runway. Like, for example, they do have seamstresses or they do have people who sew during the night, like tailors wow. that help them. So that's a big difference. It's about a global, the next global brand. So there's people from all over the world and a lot of them are really established. So like, it really, you don't have anybody that you're like, what the hell is this person even, how do they even make it here? Um, everybody's really good. And it, it's been a really interesting season. And I really like the changes they made. And I also like Project Runway too, um, because I think, you know, each has a unique, has unique things and it creates a unique show, but it's been really good to watch. I really, it's, it's been nice because it's something to look forward to. I'm going to probably finish it tonight because I'm like through, there's like, uh, I'm an episode and a half uh, out from the end. So I love that. And Naomi Campbell is one of the judges, by the way. I love her. She's crazy. Like, that's how I want to be. She's my, like, people goals. She's a horrible person, kind of. And I, I'm feeling that vibe. I like her energy right now. It's a lot of just, like, she's doing whatever she wants. And I, I feel like love that's that. a good move. I love that for her. And I love that for mm-hmm. me. But about the show, Project mm-hmm. Runway, I watch it all the time. I haven't watched the show, but I want to. Yeah, it's good um, on Amazon. If I, I, will watch, I have Amazon, so I will totally watch it. Yeah, but also, like Project episodes. Runway is ridiculous. Like, everything that they think is cute is never cute. It's and never I cute. I totally agree, especially I'm that, not- like, some there's, every, there's always one person every season that they just love no matter yes. what. Yes. I'm like, their stuff is shit. What? It's horrible. Yeah, like, there was one season with this woman who, like, wore these horrible Harry Potter glasses, and she just put shit on, like, everything was shit, and she was so annoying, she was so hipster, it drove me nuts. Sometimes they get it right, there are other seasons, there was one season with a woman who was, uh, who designed clothes for plus-size women. Yeah, Ashley. Awesome. Yeah. I follow her on Instagram. Yeah, I but, I, and, and also, Michael Kors was the best judge. When they lost Michael Kors... It just, Zach Posen is just not, I'm sorry. But, like, no one can say, it looks like a maxi pad. Like, Michael Kors. He just is so funny. I really missed him when he wasn't on the show. I feel like I just need them. I want a whole season of, like, ready wear. Like, I just want to see a season Mm -hmm. of ready wear. That's true. Yeah, that would be yeah, because, like, I would, oh, this would be great for, like, a coronavirus comeback season is a whole season of ready wear. Yeah. Um, Although and- making the cut, they so they actually have, um, 
uh, they do, they kind of are supposed to make a ready wear outfit every, um, every uh, competition or every challenge. That's the word I was looking for. They, they kind of do have to make ready wear every challenge because um, they have any, the person who wins gets uh, their, their ready wear sold on Amazon and on the making yes. page. So See, that's what I think is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Project Runway needs to do that. Like everything needs to be ready wear and they need to get a contract where like it could be sold at Target or like so, whatever fucking yeah, so they're doing brand. That. Yes. It's okay, but no Project Cyrus. Runway needs to do that. That's what they need. To <laughs> oh, do oh, you're saying I see it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Project Runway needs to do mm-hmm. that. Like they need to do I mean, like. They kind of have done that for some challenges that they said like the item would be sold. But yeah, I agree. Oh, but I like how making the cut is things. doing it every time. Yeah, exactly. Because it's going to boost like income. Like people are watching these things. Right. And then of they course because it. it's on Amazon, then they have it sold on Amazon. And it's like it also like um, it just elevates it because it makes it a worldwide. Um, yeah. Like, that's what I need in my life. I want that. Mm-hmm. And I want Project Runway to do this, too. I feel like they need to do it. Because also, these designers are assholes. They're like, every time they get a ready-wear design challenge, they're like, I don't really design ready-wear. Well, and, like and I will say on- that, like, there is at least one person in the competition who totally did that. He was really, he got notes that they're like, you weren't ready. And then the next challenge, he was like, oh, fucking hey, I'll make some stupid red. They want to see ready-wear. I'll design a t-shirt. <laughs> It was really funny. He's from Belgium, so I like him a lot. Uh, yeah, um, no, I hate that. Like, design ready wear, get over yourself. And, and you also, like, you would like him, them, though. I, would, I probably would. I want you to all have to design ready wear, and then I want you to all, like, not even get a choice that every single one of you will at least have to dry, d- design something for a woman who's not a size 14. No, no, no. Don't give them a size 14. I want you to design for someone who's at least a size 20. Nice. Design for them a ready wear outfit. Like, that I want to see. Like, and every week, one of you will have That'd to be do Because, like, they give them a cop-out by giving them this model who's, like, a size 14. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. Like, mm-hmm. that is not, like, that hard to do. Pers- I am a size 14. I can buy fucking clothes from everywhere. I know that I'm not, like, a skinny person, but I'm also not going to complain and be like, it's so hard for me. Why? Like, everybody has a size 14. It's, like, it's not that hard to find. Most things look fine on me. But, like, if you get bigger, like, if you're a bigger person, which is very common, mm-hmm. it's so hard to find anything that yeah. looks nice on you. It's, like, yeah. too short or whatever. It's bullshit. That's what I want to yeah. do. Project that would be life. great. Because I know they're like listening that. to awesome. this. Yeah. I know they're listening to this. So, <laughs> they need to, like, are. do so, it. The other show I watched, I, like, binged through all the episodes that are available is Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. I totally bought into the marketing because I seriously have seen so many fucking commercials on Hulu for it that I was like, fine, you broke me down. I love stuff where they sing. So like, oh, you would love, I actually, I was watching the show, Iris, you are one of the people I was like, she will absolutely love the show. It's really good. However, I don't know that I would suggest anyone watch it now because it, there is a lot of loss and grief in it. And I won't say more. Yeah, I, it was good for me in some ways, in some ways it wasn't. Because um, I think there's just natural loss for moving from leaving a place and, and yeah. to a new one. But, um, yeah, it was good. It was really, really good. The actors are all really good. Uh, yeah, it's just like a good – and and the themes are good. I like that there's loss and grief in it. It's it's very real, which I appreciate. Well, I'm going to watch it because it's on my Hulu. It's on my Hulu watch list, okay. so I will watch it. I'm excited about it now. Thank you. You're welcome. What about you? What are you watching? 
nothing but trash. So <laughs> I have been watching all the Beverly Hills because they're back on. So Beverly Hills, New York, which is great. There was some chick who was so fucking wasted. Um, and she like threw a dildo in the middle of a food platter. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. It was great. I literally laughed out loud. I was happy. Um, I'm watching Top Chef. I'm watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which is fabulous. Denise Richards may or may not have had a lesbian affair with someone, and I'm really intrigued. I'm watching. I'm into it, and I'm here for it. I like all the drama. I watched Too Hot to Handle, which was horrible. Yes, we talked about that. Yeah. (laughs) It was horrible. It was horrible. I told me what happened, so I don't have to watch it. Yeah, it was horrible. Don't you do not recommend. You don't have to watch it. It was bad. Um, I mean, the accents though. Was it worth it for the accents? Were were they Australian or New Zealand? No, there's. It's a combination. There was some Americans. Really? Okay. Yeah. The commercial just shows you. Of course, because they know we're silly Americans and we want to see the British people. But there's Americans there, too. Um, And they're the worst. worst. Um, (laughs) Of course the Americans are the worst. We are the worst. The Americans and the Canadian person are the worst. That's how we win, by being the worst. We win (laughs) the worst. And there's, like, a very cute guy there from London. And, like, I'm kind of thinking, like, am I weird? Because it reminds me of Love is Blind, where, like, to me, the hottest guy was the the guy who was giving them all therapy, whatever his name was. Oh, see, um, I didn't see that, so I don't know. Oh, okay. So in Love is Blind, there's this guy who is not a focal character, but he was, like, so helpful and so cute and, like, so nice, and everybody was like, wait, why didn't we talk about him? There's the <laughs> same guy that's – there's, like, a same thing happening with Too Hot to Handle. Okay. There's this, like, seemingly yeah, – not. In, it's not exciting. Yeah, like, he's got his shit together. He's emotionally available. He's very attractive. He's got a good job. And, like, no one's into him. And I'm like, wow, guys. But that's how I know I'm not meant for reality TV because, obviously, I'm too – I'm just going – I'm like, wait a guy. Guys, guys, this guy seems like a really, really great choice. And they're like, no, fuck that guy. (laughs) Let's go with this guy over here who's, like, emotionally unavailable, um, probably a womanizer, uh, doesn't even really like women. He seems like a great choice. Hmm. So that's what I've been watching. And I've been, what else have I been doing? I am trying to think if I watch anything that wasn't reality TV. No, I think um, this is just a time oh, for, rea- for reality TV. No, I'm rewatching uh, Supernatural because it's like one oh, of my favorite okay. shows. So I'm rewatching Yeah, that. it's good to watch a show. Um, I was talking with someone about this, like a show that you've already seen because you know what's going to happen. Yes. And there's something very satisfying yes. about that right now. Like I've been watching. Yes. There's no changes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching that, and what else am I watching? I'm watching Supernatural, and then I have my regular shows. I'm watching, like, Little Fires Everywhere, which is over, which was really mm-hmm. good. Oh, and last thing before I, we get into your questions, I recommend that everyone download Quibi. It is free for 90 days. It is a bunch of television shows that are, like, seven minutes long. I am a person who is go, go, go. I have, like, a very short attention span, so this is perfect for me. All the shows are, like, seven minutes. There's multiple episodes, but they're, like, seven minutes, and you can kind of get through Mm -hmm. it. And if you want to keep watching, you can. Mm -hmm. But if you don't, you don't have to. It is awesome. I watch A Dangerous Mind um, with Liam Hemsworth, who is delicious, and it is a great (laughs) scripted show. It is really good. I would recommend it. There's 13 episodes. Mm. Actually, no, I'm sorry. There's 15 episodes. So 15 I watched times it. it was... seven. That's like an hour, right? No. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know how long it is, but it's whatever you think. I watched it in a few days. Really good. Not trying and to do the one... math. It's actually, you know, I'm, I'm it's actually to do the like 15. Yeah. I don't even know. It's, 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 it's we don't know. An hour. It's more than an it's hour. It's good. 
But you don't have to do that, though. It's you like can just hours. watch seven minutes at a time. Yeah. It's two hours of your life or seven minutes of your life, you could stretch it out. Also, I watched, they also have a show called Chrissy Teigen's Court, in which Chrissy Teigen, who is hilarious, is a judge, and people come and present oh their gosh. case to her. And it's fucking hilarious. I would highly recommend oh, this wow. as well. Okay. Did you, now, did you see um, the thing that I posted on the Corona, on our Corona group page, Corona Crew, um, the YouTube, the Days of Our Lives? No, but oh yes, okay. So it was a it's it's uh days or no, I'm sorry. What's it called? Not Days of Our Lives is the name of the actual soap opera, but it's called um, what is it called? Hang on, I'm gonna find it because I it's important to me apparently to tell you what it, what it's called. The longest days of our lives with Will Ferrell, Kristen Wiig, and uh, oh, I'm looking at him. He's a late night host. What's his name? He used to be on SNL. Oh, Seth Meyer. Not Seth Meyer, the one who always laughs and everything. Why can't I remember his name? Oh, shit, I don't know. But anyways, it's really funny. It's really, really funny. <laughs> Will Ferrell plays well, like a bunch it. of you, uh, his brothers, a bunch of the same characters' brothers. Very funny. Um, yeah, it. and he just puts on like different wigs, and it's good. I just love Will. I'm going to watch it. I, I'm, I'm willing yeah. to watch it. Yeah, and I'm sure they're going to so. do more because it said part one, so I'm excited for that. Oh, and Parks and Rec has a new episode they're doing. Well, see, look at that. They're trying, to, they're trying. They're trying for us. Yeah. Although probably they, instead they of raising to... money, they should just be giving their own money is my feeling, but whatever. Hopefully, <laughs> that's hopefully neither they are also doing that because I don't know them, so that's very possible. That they're doing both. You know what? We don't know what yes. they're doing. They might be wonderful people. Probably not, but maybe. Uh, yeah, I want to believe they're wonderful people. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So questions. Um, let's see. Let's go with where's the one that I wanted to do first. Okay. This is titled. How do I, female 33, slowly but steadily reject a coworker, female 42, friendship? It's all complicated. Oh, like, sorry, go ahead. Wait, I know this question. Go ahead, read it. I, I don't know how he found the same question. I don't have, okay. I Anyways, texted to I you. I texted you. That's why. Oh. I asked you, which ones do you like? And you said, yeah, I like these. Well, I yeah. love it. Okay, good. But no, no, before you texted it to me, oh, you I seen this? had that same. Oh, yes. okay, great. Okay, because I thought it. Because I thought it was wild. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. It's all complicated, and I won't stand there as a good guy, I'm sure, but I just need advice on how to reject someone's friendship. Yes, this sounds mean, and I guess it is, but she's just not my cup of tea. We became quote-unquote friends during Christmas party as we were the only ones not up for going to a sports bar after Christmas dinner, and that was okay, but now she texts me almost daily, even though I don't really want to be her friend. Thing is also that she is in love with another coworker that I'm friends with, and she desperately wanting and she's desperately wanting attention from him, always interrupting a conversation between him and me or used to before the lockdown, and hinting at ooh we can invite the coworker wink wink, which makes me uncomfortable as he also doesn't seem to be interested in a friendship with her slash meeting up, and this adds to the discomfort that I'm feeling as I feel like. As if I'm being exploited for being friends with this guy only so that she can get closer to him. Apart from that, it feels as if she clings to people who have no choice but to talk to her as they happen to work with her. She's not um, mal- malvolent, but just talks and talks not about not a lot and doesn't understand when it gets too much for people or when they distance themselves from her. 
I get that getting rejected sucks, but I also feel as if I get forced into something I don't want to participate in. How can I gently create some distance without upsetting that person as I also have to work with her for a bit? Though it's remotely, but she has my number in that question mark. Ooh. So, okay, I thought I knew this question, but I don't oh, know Oh, you this don't question. know this question. Like, no, apparently, like, other people hate their co- colleagues. Uh, yeah, I mean, anyway. I can see this being kind of uh, a pretty common. Oh, my God. Actually, I have a really funny offline story to tell you about somebody at my work who nobody wants to be friends oh, with. Oh, I think I know who um, this is, but I might not. Okay. <laughs> no, you probably don't. I have one more. I have two work friends now. I... The COVID, the COVID virus has moved me into having two oh boy. work friends now. I used to just have one, and now I have two. It's really great. So, like, oh, good. Oh, good, so, good, good. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, this new friend mm-hmm. actually has a – is friend – is friend is in a similar situation to this re, to this okay. – uh, And I think I know. Friend. I think I know who the other person is. But yeah. I could be – oh, I do yes. I? In, okay. Yeah, you do. And, anyway, like – like she's trying her best to like be friends with this Why? person. In reality, like she doesn't uh, really like her, but she, like she doesn't really know how yeah, to say hard. like, "Hey, it's I hard don't want to work with the person because it's not like you could do right even remotely. like anything. Like it's it's hard because you have you know that there are ramifications for whatever you do. It's not like you can do something awkward and then not have to worry about it again. Okay, but also now this person, um, who no one really wants to be friends with is kind of in a, in an awkward situation. Like they're going through a really hard time. Oh, um, and so for hard, that yeah. reason, this person, yeah. So now this person feels like really obligated mm-hmm. to talk to them. Um, so anyway, I get that. It, I feel like it's, it's a tough situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this reader should do. I think you just have to kind of like slowly back away like a fire or I don't know. Do you back away from fire slowly? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends on where the fire is, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, maybe that was a bad analogy. But, like, back away, I feel like maybe just – do you have to tell her that you don't want to be friends with her? I – yes. I think it would be hard to tell her that because – Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, but here's the thing. It's like, so I've had this happen with a few people, with a few friends who I've made decisions that I, um, you know, don't want to be – don't really want to be close with or maybe don't want to be friends at all for the time being. And it's really hard to say that. Um, and so sometimes it's better to just start with the distance first. Um, but with one, with a with, I would say one of the people that I was doing this with, it, it was kind of easy because we hadn't been friends that long. And then another one, we had been friends a, a pretty long time. So eventually, I did have to just say, like, hey, I need space right now. Um, so, you know, but I didn't really say more about it. I just said, like, you know, I need space if you can't, if, if that's not okay, I understand. But I, that's just what I need right now. And I didn't really go into any more detail. But um, so, yeah, so I, but I, but before that, like, with these people that I was trying to distance myself from, I just started with, like, taking time when I would respond, I wouldn't reach out. And then eventually maybe I didn't respond yes. at all. Um, and that might be hard to do if you work with the person. Although I think this is a good time to do it. Like is, they're working that's what I was going to say. I feel like this is a great time to just. Yeah. And basically, basically like what I did down. with the one that it was more successful with, which, which is I just kind of talked about when I would talk to her, 
I was like, I, I would talk about how stressed I was, how overwhelmed I was, how busy I was, which was all true. Because I think the reality is, and that's eventually what I said to her, because she did like, she did ask me, like, is something going on? And I was like, no, I'm just, I'm honestly really busy. And sometimes I think that happens in our life. Yeah. I told, so this coworker who has this other coworker who they don't necessarily want to be good friends with, I recommended to her, I said that she, because this person is busy, like you said, they have something going on right now. And I said, they, you need to just be very clear when you do speak to this person that like, Hey, listen, um, I'm, I'm really busy right now. I can only talk for maybe 10 Mm -hmm. minutes because what will happen is let's say that they ignore this person. The person will then like follow up and text them and be like, Hey, what, what's going on? So I said like, maybe you should just be like, listen, I can only talk for 10 minutes because then I've got to go do X, Y, Z. Um, so that way you're setting like upfront a time limit and then making it shorter and shorter till eventually this person doesn't really Mm -hmm. want Mm -hmm. to engage anymore. I think that just like in the situation that I'm talking about in this reader or this writer, for this respondent, I don't know, this question. I think that this person might be being used. It kind of sounds like you're, can, you're tangential to what they really want. Um, and so maybe if you're not as available to meet their needs, they would slowly back away and find somebody else to talk to who is meeting Well, them. yeah, and I mean, that is true that this person is, um, is using them in terms of uh, um, an interest, but I do wonder if, like, maybe they do want to be friends because it sounds like in general, they just struggle to, um, they struggle not to be too much in relationships. Like there's this sense of, from the other person of like, wow, you like, this is overwhelming. The amount that you're like, it's too much energy that she's presenting with. And so it sounds like in general, yeah. that it's almost like this desperation, which I know because I used to do that because uh, I, I would struggle in, in friendships and I had to do a lot of work to really try and understand that when people didn't want to, um, they didn't want to engage with me or there was a disconnection, it wasn't rejection. They just really didn't want to engage. It wasn't anything personal um, because I would take it really personally and I, and I feel like, oh, they, I, I, I'm being rejected right now. I also think that, like, I think I made a podcast about this a while ago. I can't remember when. But I think sometimes you just have, like, not you personally, but people, like, individuals, myself included, have different standards on, like, friendship and different capabilities on – because some people, like, I have these friends who I don't really see very much or talk to very much, but, like – and so then I, like, stop talking to them. I'll just be like, okay, like, it seems like, like you said, like, this seems like this friendship is over. But then they reach out to me. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of gotten mm-hmm. the vibe of, like, maybe this is just how they friend. Like, right. they friend exactly. I Yes, um, yes. And, and before, I would have just cut them out and been really, like, offended right. and upset. But, you know, I agree. I think Same. now it's more like there's something going on with them. And I still think you have a choice of if you want to put energy into that or not, because I think that's what I've noticed is like, well, even if it isn't personal, it still has an effect on me. So I just need to think about my choices, because if you feel like you're putting in more than the other person, that's probably not great long term. Yeah, exactly. I always think to myself, so about these people in particular, I always think to myself, like, you know, what? At first I was like, okay, like this friendship's over, like not in a negative way, but just like, I'm going to slow burn. But then when like they reached out to me, I was like, you know what? Like, 
I kind of like hanging out with them whenever I see them. I don't think that I need to be like making the effort yeah. to see them, but if they make an effort to see me, let's talk or hang out or, you know, whatever. But like, also I have these separate tiers of friendship. Yeah. Which I think that yeah. we've talked about mm-hmm. before. Okay. So before I really was like in the framework, I was visualizing them as being like mm-hmm. inner circle friends but now like I think I've just readjusted to being like no no that's just not right. where they are they're like on the they're associates yeah and that's yeah, okay. it's totally like, it's okay. cool. like I like them if I was if I was having a party on my yacht I would invite them depending on but how no. many people you could have on your yacht what's well, a yacht not a boat ah, if I had a boat party ah, I wouldn't invite I them if okay. I had a yacht yes. party I would okay that's it. the difference like the corona the corona crew is invited oh, to my boat party yeah like they're invited to my yacht party like when I can have more people that's okay. the difference <laughs> got it that makes sense yeah gotta explain it in terms okay. of boats and yachts Duh, <laughs> obviously I mean in, how in else Illinois, would you explain it now. oh wait is that true exactly Yes, we're allowed to boat and we're allowed to golf, obviously, because we all have golf. Uh, we all have access to golf ranges um, and country clubs and can go boating. So clearly, that's an essential thing. So, yay. So happy I can get on my boat this weekend. Wow. Well, that's good. Yeah, I didn't know my poor boat was just going to be sitting in the country club in the harbor. It was going to be I know. So sad. We were worried about it, but hallelujah. Yeah, I'll have, on your call, boat now. I'll have to call no the town staff. Exactly. But make sure that it's only maybe one or two oh. staff because you oh, can't really? have too many well, people. Well, I don't think that's going to work for you me. Know. They're all really, like, they, they all really are essential for this. Well, you, but you know what I say? You can decide who's essential to yeah. you if you want. So, all right. Do you have another question or is that all of our No, I have another question. Um, but, yeah, so I think what we're saying is, like, it. you can slowly distance. Um, it, it may be hard yes. with the work, but I think. If she like starts. Well, that's why I recommend yeah. slow distancing versus yeah. ghosting, because you don't want to ghost them because you work with them. But slow, like slow. Right, right. I was going to say that uh, you know if they're like talking about personal stuff at work, you just bring it back to work, and you don't offer a lot. You start. You, mm-hmm. you offer less and less. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You are mm-hmm. unavailable. Okay. Here's the next question. Okay. Advice? Question mark is the title of this. My partner. Yeah, (laughs) we're going to give it to you. My partner, male 24, and I also male 24 have been together for three and a half years. We live together and we get along really well. He's my best friend and I feel 100% myself with him. But lately, I keep thinking about breaking up with him. I keep thinking about uh, having my own place and being single and being independent. I don't know if I want to be in a relationship anymore. Part of me wants to be single and to work on personal development. I don't think it's because we're working from home either. I've been feeling this way since maybe February or January. It makes me sad, but thinking about breaking up with him makes me sad too. I do love him. I don't believe in soulmates, but I think he's the closest thing I'm going to get. He really is a good guy. I don't think I would be happy to leave or stay, so I don't know what to do. This is my first long-term relationship. I dated a guy before him for a few weeks, but it wasn't serious. Does this just happen? What should I do? Hmm. I mean... It, did um, did I miss it or does it? She not want to. Well, she doesn't want to break up with oh, him, right? She just wants okay. to, oh, sorry. He he doesn't want to break up with her. The, They're both her? men. Yeah. Male okay, so okay, so he doesn't want to break up with him. Um, 
He doesn't well, want to break up with him. But he no, no, he life. said, I keep thinking about breaking oh. up with him. I keep thinking about having my own place and being oh. single and independent. I don't know if I want to be in a relationship anymore. Part of me wants to be single and oh. work on personal development. Then you should do that. Is that bad advice? Here's, that here's my thought. Simple? Because he also talks about, like, this is probably the closest I'm going to get to a soulmate. Um, and so, and, and also, I just want to say, I think this is really common. Like, so they're both 24. They've been together three and a half years. So they've been together since 20, since age 20. Yeah. Yeah, their whole adulthood. Exactly. No, but it's true. It really is their whole adulthood. Like, I remember someone telling me you change a lot from the time you're 18 to 22. And I think that is so true. Mm -hmm. Um, And really, like, our brains don't fully develop until 26. So, Um, but yeah, so I think this is a common thing when we've been in a serious relationship early in our 20s. And I also just want to be honest that this was not my situation. So I'm saying this based on my experience with other people. Um, but I welcome if people want to disagree with me um, <laughs> because it isn't my experience. So, but it just, it does seem like when you've been in a serious relationship really young, like I have someone else that I'm thinking of who's like in mid twenties and the same thing, they've been together their whole twenties. And there is a sense of, I just don't know if this is really the right person because I've never been with anyone else. Um, and and I think sometimes there might be concerns. It doesn't sound like he has concerns, but I think there's this sense of like, I never really got time to be on my own. And I think that is true. Mm-hmm. That can really hurt a relationship that if you always are wondering, like, or resentful that you didn't get that time or wondering what that time would have been like. And I actually think it's really healthy to have some time on your own. Now, if that doesn't work for everybody, some people, you know, they're in the relationship, they want to stay, and they're totally happy never exploring that, and that works for them. Um, But I think for people who are really questioning it, and it sounds like he's been questioning it for a while, that question is probably not going to go away. However, there's this other side, which is, I really love this person, I really feel like this person's a good fit for me, and I don't want to screw that up. So... My suggestion would be if this is really the right person for you, they're going to understand the dilemma you're having and they would try to respect if you needed a break. So that's what I would suggest instead of a breakup is going on a break and seeing what that feels like. And that I think would reveal whether this relationship is the right relationship or not. Because that's what breaks tend to do is like you either really miss the person and you realize like, like, this has been great to have time on my own, but I really miss this person. I want to be with them. Or you're like, wow, I really like this time on my own. And actually, I think, like, I want to explore seeing other people or being on my own more. I think that I agree with you almost wow. 100%. I, only, <laughs> I know. <but> really <laughs> so close. Um, but so I have been with Mike since, like, I think I was mm-hmm. maybe 19. I can't remember. So I, but I, because of that, I'm like, okay, I get it. Like you've been together for a really long time. Like, is this your whole life? And it's fair to say, like, maybe you don't really know, but I think we've had, like, we had a call of like this actually really recently, like probably something that was released this month where remember we had this girl who kind of like went on a break with this guy. And like, one of the things was like, they didn't know if they wanted to have kids and like work out. Yes. Although that's a little bit different because I think there were some real issues in that relationship. And in this relationship, he's saying it's pretty perfect. 
no, no. But my point is, we both agreed that what needed to happen in order for her to know if she really wanted to be with this person is that she should just break up with them. Like, remember, they were like still. Oh, yeah. She needed a clean break. And, like, and she needed therapy. I think Maybe this you need therapy. Oh, so you think a clean break, not a break. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think that that's my that's okay. the area that I disagree in. I think that you should break up with this person like fully like don't leave this person on the back burner kind of being like maybe this will work maybe it won't end it be walk away from it completely and then then Mm. see how you feel um and and give it time too. like don't break up and do like a break for a month like I would say if you really are questioning it to this extent should talk to them say you want to break up because you not that you want to date other people you want to do some self-work you want to have your own place um and that otherwise you really think that they're great, but just like at where you are in your life right now, you just don't feel like you want to be in a relationship. That's hurtful, but mm-hmm. at least it's truthful. Um, being clear to me is being kind, telling the person like, well, you're really great and I don't know, so let's take a break. And then you fuck somebody else next week is, is not great because um, that might happen. Well, but so I think I would if say you, you have clear off. boundaries around the break, like if you say like we can see other people. Yeah, but, like, is that fair? Like, why be on Well, but that works for some people. Or maybe they need to open their relationship up. But it doesn't sound like that's the the reason why he's questioning it. That's true. It sounds like he wants to do self-work. So I feel like he should just break up with him. And, and, you know, if you do decide, like, hey, listen, this actually ended up being – I got the clarity that I need. Actually, I think you should break up with him and do the self-work that you feel like you want to do. Take six months to a year to do that. And then – if you still like think to yourself like, wow, like I want to revisit them, then you have to have the balls to go yeah, back and is, reach out to is, this person. I think why I'm saying a break is that it's much less likely. Like if you're if you're saying a break for if you're saying a breakup, then that person is more likely to move on than a break. And that's what I think should happen. Like I feel like this person, this guy, should have the opportunity to move on. Like, I, I really do think that. I think that you can't – I hate it when people try to, like, hold on to stuff but but also want to step away from it. I, I think the tough part about breaking up is letting go of the safety net that you have there and knowing that's, that that person that's is always point, there. That, like, and I think you're that on a break and it still feels like, well, I still have this thing I could go back to if I want. It's a training wheel. And I feel like, you know, I'm all about mm-hmm. having training wheels when you need them, but I just don't think an adult relationship is a place for those. I think you should break up with that person Um, and it should be over. And if it's, if it needs to come back, come back, people break up and get back together all the time. It's not possible, but that person should have the ability to kind of like move on. Um, Because if you say a break, then it's like, how long can you really be on a break anyway? Like, I don't even know. Like, what's an acceptable um, amount of time I think it depends on the two individuals. But I wouldn't say probably six months. Probably the longest, I would think. And so I guess the question would be is, if you did a six-month break, is that enough time well, you, for you, you to see. get all of your... I mean, your... that would be the thing, right? Yeah. I still vote that you break up with I them. see what you're saying. The one thing I get what you're saying um is the training wheels thing but I also think you could try it and see if it does feel like training wheels and it feels like it's still holding you back and then you could always do the breakup but I think because of how much he feels that this is the right relationship that could be a nice way because otherwise he may be like well I'm just not going to break up with this person I would never do that 
You know what I mean? So I think yeah. it just depends on what he feels comfortable with. Yeah. I hope you decide to break up with him. For that, for the guy, other person's sake. Like, I just feel like if I was the other guy's friend. And well, he but was, here's like, the other thing is, like, so. it would be a decision between the two of them. So really, like, obviously his boyfriend could say, well, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do but I feel like yeah. if he is the right person for him, then he would do the break. He would understand. And if he wouldn't, then, yeah, they probably should break up. I mean, I could be the right person for you, and I still wouldn't. I, would, I don't think I would be open to a break. Like, I think we've had this discussion of, like, never say never, but I don't really feel like I'd be open to it. I, I'm, I'm a delete your phone number and block your ass well, type of girl. Yeah, but, so then, I don't really but then to that me, I'm that means maybe work. it isn't the right person. I, or and to me, I'm just or like, not the right person, person for right have... now, maybe for this moment. Yeah, exactly. Break because that's why I think you should break up with me. <laughs> is like, this I turning into a friendship breakup? Is that what's happening here? I'm just. <laughs> I'm talking about this guy. Like, I just feel like if I was this friend, I would be like, have self-respect for yourself. You're happy. You're doing all the right things, and this guy is basically saying, well, I want to. He's giving you that stereotypical. What if, what if this guy goes to his boyfriend and he's like, "Oh my gosh, I've been having the same feeling." Oh, perfect. Then again, <laughs> yeah. Well, I just feel like if this guy is like totally blindsided, though. It, I, I think if you're the person mm-hmm. getting broken up with, it's a, it's it's easier to say, okay, it's just a break. I'm going to hang on. He's going to come back. And if you're the one ending things, it's freeing. You're leaving. You have some a backup plan. You have a place to go back to. It's, you know, you have this insider knowledge that, like, if things don't work out on this freedom plan that you have, there's this person back mm-hmm. there waiting for you. Um, so it's really nice for you. You're in the power seat in that situation. And I think... If I was the other guy, I'd be like, I don't want to Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. It depends. I mean, I've known people that are in breaks, and it switches around. Like, one person's – one person – the person who wanted the break becomes ready, and then the other person doesn't. And So, it depends, but, yeah. Well, so, if anyone's wondering, if you ever want to go on a break, Jamie is the girl. Don't ever <laughs> fucking ask me that shit, ever. Like <laughs> – well, you know, the I'm just no, like a, a person who is open to different things in a relationship, I would say. Which is, which is hilarious, to different given things, all the shit like, that I've know. dealt with. You would think that I wouldn't be, but. No, I'm open to different things, too. Like, you know, let's watch some porn together. Let's, like, have fun. But I'm not trying to, like, go on a break. I don't like that. Because it starts to become, like, it's just like the cheating thing. It starts to infringe on, like, how I feel about myself. And, well, like, that's true. Like, like if it's affecting like that. your self-worth, and that is a huge issue. So I agree. It, and then that's what makes it, that's what makes relationships so unique is they're dependent on the people in them. Yes. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So we saw that one. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so either break up with him or go on a problem break. solved. Problem solved. <laughs> um, okay, yes. Yeah, it's really good talking to you, Jamie. Don't forget, listeners, to like and subscribe and send us comments, even if they're not nice. Um, and stay well during stay the coronavirus because well. I refuse to say COVID nineteen. <laughs> All right. Yep. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye.